Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing Podcast. Hi there, ladies and gents, and welcome to this episode of the Sophisticated Property Investment Podcast with me, your host, Frank Fleck. I like to give a real spread of topics on this podcast. One of the beauties of us recording one episode every single week is you get an idea of the ups and downs, the highs and the lows, the thoughts that don't work out, the thoughts that do work out across the year. As we near 300 episodes now, it really is a, an averaging of uh, of <laughs> the mind of Frank. And one of those topics that I sometimes delve into, but not, not as much as, uh, as probably the other topics, because it's not as important, is the actual structuring of deals. So regular listeners will know that we work to a formula and the formula when doing sophisticated deals is looking at the vendor. So looking at the vendor situation, their problem, and if we're doing a property deal, it'll be their property problem often. If we're doing a business deal and we're buying a business, then it'll be looking at the nature of the business. And you combine those two to work out the win-win solution, to work out the deal. And that's the formula that we look for. Many novice investors will look at a property first or a business first and will try to structure a no money down or a no money left in deal without knowing anything about the vendor. And that doesn't work. It's impossible to do that because an unmotivated vendor is not going to do a sophisticated deal. Why would they? They can just do a simple deal and get all the money at market value now. I can remember in 2010 when was actively looking for businesses to buy. I spent hours, hours upon hours on business websites or more more accurately businesses for sale websites and i met with business brokers which is probably not a bad move actually meeting with the business brokers but i certainly didn't kiss enough frogs and all of them were unmotivated vendors well the problem with that is an unmotivated vendor doesn't want or need to do a sophisticated deal but once you have a sophisticated vendor that then it's easy to do a sophisticated deal and yesterday i was actually driving to the bank to make a chaps payment now this boggles my mind that in at the end of 2023 nat west bank and i'm gonna i'm gonna name and shame because i can't believe this have a limit of twenty thousand pounds a day that you can pay and i've i've phoned them and said can i raise the limit because i do most of my banking with hsbc and with hsbc you can get the limit raised so you can do online chaps with hsbc i think they charge you 11 quid and you can transfer as much as you uh, as you want to you can set your own limit with them officially in writing and then on your internet banking you can click a chaps button and, and transfer much larger amounts but NatWest apparently you can't do that now i wonder if I've been informed incorrectly but regardless as I was trying to do it this week I was informed the only way of doing it was by going to the bank so I turned up at the bank with my ID and I I made a chaps payment which I've not done for oh years and years Tide Bank for example you can just transfer the money my business partner transferred six figures in about two minutes 
without leaving their sofa. So funny. But I was driving to the bank to complete on taking control of 32 properties that I've talked about on this uh, podcast before. So it's a control now, pay later strategy on 32 properties. And it's taken me 10, 11 months, as I've talked about, to to get that deal over the line for numerous reasons. Very long negotiation, actually, and a very long process. But we got there and actually it's completing today. Fingers crossed. However, on the way to the bank, I got a message from one of my JV partners saying, Frank, this particular property have accepted our offer. And so I thought I would share with you the offer that's been accepted and how it is a sophisticated deal. Because we are in a time right now where we are inundated with motivated vendors. So these kinds of deals are really, really easy to come by. But unless you know how to structure them, you're going to run out of cash really, really quickly. So let me explain the deal. The property is worth between 105 and 110,000 pounds. And if you're thinking, well, why can't you be more precise, Frank? The answer is Rick surveyors are allowed to be 10% out. And the problem is everything's being downvalued at the moment. So I would say optimistically it's 110. If, you know, the surveyor's in a good mood and his wife makes him a cup of tea in the morning, etc. It's 105 if the surveyor gets out of bed the wrong side, dubs their toe, argues over who's taking the bins out. So that's why there's a bit of a range on this one. But I'm confident we'll get at least 105 val and I doubt very much we'd get more than 110 val. And there's two things about this deal. Firstly, it's tenanted. And funnily enough, it was only yesterday that um, a prospective client asked me the question why I buy tenanted properties because she's been told by property educators and gurus that you shouldn't buy tenanted properties, which blew my mind. I've never heard that before. So that's the first question mark. I love buying tenanted properties. There's no void. If the tenants have been in for years and they're highly unlikely to go anywhere, they are much less likely to ask for you to do maintenance and much more likely to do maintenance themselves if they've been there a long time because they see the property as their own they have more ownership of 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 the property so there's a lot of reasons why I like buying tenanted property but the second thing that a lot of property educators will say is that no money down and no money left in investments are impossible and that is simply not the case and this is a case in point so i haven't done this deal we are going to complete on this deal as quickly as we possibly can we've told the vendor two to four weeks to complete they accepted yesterday but actually we're aiming for seven to 14 days so that all depends on the solicitors basically in terms of how quickly they can turn this around we may even um, offer them an incentive to turn it around really quickly the vendors have accepted 68,750 pounds just shy of 69,000 pounds on a valuation of 105 to 110 really good purchase price now most people would think well that's great I can uh, I can crack on with that. I'll buy it for 68,750. I'll borrow 75% and I'd end up putting what 18,000 pounds into it plus purchase costs plus any refurbishment etc. Now this property is we think unmortgageable. Only just and if we were really lucky we might get a mortgage on it, but it's very tired. There are some signs of damp around a bay window. There are some tiles off the wall. One of the kitchen tops seems to have dropped 
slightly so there needs to be a repair there some of the bathroom probably needs a lick of paint it's just it's just really really tired to the point where we think a cynical or a a negative valuer could easily decline to to give it a market value and we estimate three to four thousand pounds to get it mortgageable so rather unusually it does require a bit of work now the interesting thing is it's tenanted at 600 pounds a month so it doesn't require the work in order to let the property but to refinance it we'll probably do a bit of work which does make it harder to buy a property but we have negotiated to buy this property using vendor finance so the the vendor will nominally lend us 68750 and nominally means on paper they won't actually give it to us and we will nominally pay them for the property 68750 so no no money actually changes hands but we give them a first charge on the property so they become the mortgage lender they become the bank but they've lent us a hundred percent of what the property's worth we've agreed a payment every month of 360 pounds so they get a a payment of 360 pounds a month which leaves 240 pounds left over for us of the rent and it hasn't cost us a penny to buy it now we will need to pay transactional costs so we'll need to pay stamp duty three percent and we'll need to pay legals and we've offered to pay their legals three percent on seventy thousand pounds is 2100 so it's about 2000 pounds isn't it so it's roughly 2000 pounds in stamp duty legals are legals and their legals are going to be about two and a half so that's four and a half grand and then we've got the works so call that three and a half grand eight thousand pounds in total so when we say no money down we're not paying anything for the property but the transactional costs etc are are there so it's eight thousand pounds that we'd put in however we're earning £240 a, a month if we manage the property ourselves before voids and before maintenance. Not a bad return on eight grand. If we top that up as a percentage, uh, 240 it's about three grand a year, and we've got eight grand in it. So what's that, 45% ROI, cash on cash return? That's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. We get all our money back within uh, just under two years. However, as soon as we've done those works, we can refinance that property up at its true value. Now, because we've bought it at 68,750, we'll probably have an issue with that because we'll struggle to get the full value. But as time goes by, it'll become easier and easier. So let's say in one year's time, we go to a high street lender and go, we'd like to refinance this property and they'll ask us what it's worth. They'll send their valuer out and value it. And let's just assume in in 12 months time, it gets valued at 110. Well now at 110,000 pounds, we can borrow 82,000 pounds on that property. 75% of 110, I think is 82 and a half thousand pounds. So we would refinance and get 82 and a half thousand pounds but how much have we spent on the property? Well, we spent 68,750, so the vendors would get that because they have a first charge. 12 grand left over, roughly speaking. We've spent eight. So we'd actually end up with four grand in our pocket, approximately. And if we've got that mortgage at 5%, it's cash flow positive for us to the tune of about 250, 300 pounds a month. And that's an infinite return on investment because we've got no money left in the deal. Yes, we've put eight grand in to buy it, Yes, we've had 
within that eight grand, we've had to do the works, three and a half grand's worth of works. But we are now getting an infinite return on our money because we've got all that money back out. So we can do another deal like that and another one and another one. Whereas if we'd bought this traditionally, even at that below market value price, obviously 68,750 is a really good discount on 110 grand property. That's what, 35 odd percent discount. So it's a really good discount. But if we bought that traditionally at a below market value price, we would have to put in the 18 grand deposit plus the eight thousand pounds so we would be putting in twenty six thousand pounds into this which obviously slows you down if you're trying to buy multiple properties at the same time if you do it in the way i've just described it you can buy three times as many properties four times as many properties your returns are much much better your money's working much harder for yourself and so when people say no money down is is impossible or no money left in is is snake oil that's simply not true. We are doing no money down and no money left in deals at the moment, nearly every week. We're either agreeing them or completing on them pretty much every week at the moment. And, and in many cases, multiples, because now is the time to be buying. Now is the time when you can fill your boots with properties, where you can build yourself a portfolio. Cash flow won't be phenomenal right now. It's not going to set the world alight, but you can control property now. You can capitalize on the illiquid property market. And over the next medium to long term, that will make you very, very wealthy. We talk about green investments being high ROI property deals and leveraged businesses. And both are very abundant at the moment. Both are very easy to secure very easy to come across if you know where to look if you have the confidence if you have the systems if you have the skills to know where to look know what an opportunity looks like when it is in front of you know how to negotiate it know how to close it know how to purchase it but there's one small example of a no money left in deal And what people sometimes say is, well, okay, you've got four grand in your pocket and it's making you 250 quid a month. That's okay. But what they miss is a couple of things. One is if you do 10 of those properties, that's two and a half grand a month in your pocket and it's 40 grand in your pocket. But also my net worth on day one, my net worth jumps by 40 one and 41,000 pounds, 250 pounds, 41,250 pounds. So my, my net worth goes up by 40 grand on the day that I buy this. That's unbelievable. That's a huge jump in net worth, given that I'm only putting in four and a half grand to buy it. So I put four and a half grand in and my net worth jumps by 40,000 pounds. That's unbelievable. So my net worth goes up by 40 grand. My positive cash flow per month goes up by £250 a month and I get four grand in my bank when I refinance it. Every way you look at that, that's a positive deal. And then what I ask people is, well, that £40,000 equity that you have, and of course, 
when you refinance, it becomes £30,000. What happens if the property market rises by 10%? And what most people say is, well, your £30,000 becomes 33 because it's a 10% increase. But that's not the case. The £110,000 property becomes £121,000. So actually your £30,000 equity becomes £40,000 equity. So you have a phenomenal return there. And of course, if rent goes up by 10%, which is going up really quickly at the moment, if rent goes up by 10%, then the £600 rent becomes 660 Now, funnily enough, it's slightly under-rented at the moment. We reckon we can get 625 or 650 but let's just ignore that it's under-rented. If we see rents go up by a further 10%, then my £250 a month positive cash flow becomes £310 a month. And if I've got 10 properties, then that's £3,100 a month if I've got 10 of these. And if I've got 100 of these, then it's £31,000 a month positive cash flow. The numbers get really juicy very quickly. And of course, inflation will keep pushing those rents up as the property market goes through the next cycle over the next decade or decade and a half. All of these properties are going to go up significantly in value, which increases my net worth the whole time. And people say you can't take net worth to the bank. Well, actually you can, because you go to the bank and you say, my property's gone up in value, I'd like to refinance. And so that's how I'm doing a lot of my buying at the moment, is by refinancing properties that I bought in the last property cycle to give me a war chest to, to, go, to go buying with. And people sometimes say, oh, you're leveraging up, you know, that's risky. Yeah, you can look at it like that, or you can look at it as, well, I'll go borrow that £8,000 at five, five and a half percent and I'll go and earn a hundred percent ROI on it. Doesn't actually strike me as that risky. That £8,000 at five percent is £400 a year. So £400 a year is £33.33 .33 a month. Well, it's earning me £250 a month. That £8,000 is earning me £250 a month. So I'm up by £220 a month. That's a great deal to do. So let's do that deal all day long and let's go and do 10 of those deals and let's go and do 100 of those deals. The compound effect of building a property portfolio, even a traditional property portfolio, is huge. Because if you get to the point where you are earning three grand a month, well, now you can do one of these deals every single quarter. So you can buy four more a year. But if you're buying four more a year, that's an extra thousand pounds a month at the end of the year and now you can buy them even quicker now you can buy one every two months and if you're buying six in the next year then now you've got an extra 1500 pounds a month coming in it gets faster and faster and faster and of course your net worth is going up at the same time that your cash flow is going up and that obviously is good news for everyone well it's good news for you and your kids and your family <laughs> so my message from today's podcast is in the current climate most of your deals are going to be tenanted and so get your head around how to do that get your head around how to limit your risks and there are risks of buying a tenanted property you need to ensure that the tenant was moved in legally that all of the tick boxes have been documented and can be proven if you need to evict the tenant so you can prove the EPC was given to them, the EICR, the gas safety certificate, etc., etc., etc. And if there's any doubt, then you sign the tenant up onto a new contract. 
you get the landlord to release them from their existing one and you sign the tenant up onto your paperwork that's current. That might also be an opportunity to raise the rent. You need to get good at checking the properties and checking underlying maintenance. But if you can get your head around buying properties from landlords who are wanting to exit the sector, then you will make a lot of money in the current environment. A lot of money. You have to work out how you can buy an infinite number of properties in the current climate so you don't run out of money. Unless you're sat there with a few million pounds in the bank, and even then, if you're sat there with a few million pounds in the bank, do you want to use up your few million pounds or would you rather buy a shed load of properties and still have the few million pounds in the bank at the end of it? I think I'd rather the latter. And so regardless of your financial situation, you are going to be better off if you build a sophisticated property portfolio rather than a traditional property portfolio. The returns are going to be so much better. The difference is fivefold to tenfold. The difference is a 50 to 100% return, cash on cash return on investment, compared to a 10% return. And when I say that to people, people go, ah, well, are you sure, Frank? You know, are you sure it's a it's that higher return? Well, I've just shown you the exact figures where it's an infinite return. So yeah, yeah, it really is that high and higher. And so the question really is, how many properties would you like to buy in the next 12 months? Do you want to buy three of these? Do you want to buy one? Do you want to buy 10? Do you want to buy 100? I've set my goal at buying 100 more properties in the next 12 months. And I really don't think it'll be that hard. And so how many would you like to buy? And once you've decided how many you'd like to buy, you then need to work out how many you bought in the last 12 months. So if you bought none in the last 12 months and you want to buy 10 in the next 12 months, great. If they're as good as this one, and this isn't anything special, by the way, I could have picked loads of different ones. It's just a it's just a current one because it was our offer was accepted yesterday. If you've got 10 of these, then that's going to be £300,000 increase to your net worth, going to be £2,500 a month increase to your positive cash flow, to your highly leveraged income. And then you need to look at what needs to change to take you from last year when you did no deals or a smaller number of deals to this year when you're going to do a higher number of deals or a lot more deals. Because if you don't do anything differently, if you don't upskill yourself, if you don't invest in a mentor, if you don't invest in additional knowledge, if you don't take more focused action, then nothing's going to change. You're not going to magic yourself an extra 10, 20, 30, 100 properties. You're going to have to do things differently. And so it then becomes a, a really easy question of what do you need to do and are you willing to do it? If you can answer the first one honestly, I need to do A, B, and C. I need to go get myself a mentor who's going to show me how to do this. Little plug here, you can get in touch with us. <laughs> you can drop me an email, f.fleg at ethicalpropertypartners.com and I will happily help you with all of the strategies you need. I can tell you what that gap is really accurately because I've helped so many people to do deals exactly like these on a regular basis consistently and once you know what that gap is once you know what the difference in you needs to be this year then it's just a case of are you prepared to do it and some people aren't some people are not prepared to do what needs to be done in order to reach their goals and that's fine they just won't reach their goals 
but I'm meeting an increasing number of people who are, who absolutely are willing to do what needs to be done now, to grow their comfort zone now in order to get the results that they want and to benefit from those results for the rest of their lives. And all you have to think to yourself is, well, how many of these deals would I need to never have to work again? How many £250 a month do I need to be financially free? And for some people, it's 10 or 20 of these deals. And you can earn, you can live like a king in many countries of the world on two and a half grand a month. Literally, that would put you in the top 5%, 10% of the population in many countries of the world. And post-COVID, a lot of people are really attracted to that. A lot of people go, wow, so I can just have 10, 15, 20 properties growing in value, the cash flow increasing, looked after by someone else while I go traveling indefinitely, while I homeschool my kids, while I look after my parents in their old age. One of my friends is on a month-long yoga retreat. What a privilege to be able to just go away and be incommunicado for a whole month. Brilliant. Might not be your cup of tea, but wouldn't it be nice to be able to do that? That your money will keep growing while you're away. That your net worth will be higher when you get back from a month of doing yoga than when you left. Guys, I hope this has informed you and encouraged you about what's possible in the current climate in terms of sophisticated investing. Sophisticated property investing. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing now.